Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys. I'm Dr. Lawrence Tam. I'm Dr. Damian Kristoff. And I'm Dr. Brett Hill. And this is the Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness into our lives. Recently, we've been uh, getting a lot of uh, this campaign in Australia, this campaign about calling the Swap It campaign from the government. Have you guys seen the ads for it? Yeah. Yeah, yes. they've been on TV all the time. Mm. All the time. Bucket loads of coins gone into it. And big fat balloons walking around with a dog who's also a balloon. It's <laughs> 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 waiting for it to pop. So for those of you who have seen any, and especially for those people who are not from Australia and listening in America and or Europe somewhere, um, it's a campaign by the government focusing on healthy eating and getting active. And they basically want to focus on trying to help people lose you know, weight um, to prevent chronic disease such as cancer, type 2 diabetes, and heart disease, right? So the four big things that they want to, uh, there's only four, there's only four things that they, <laughs> they really comment on here. Um, it's swap big for small, swap often for sometimes, swap sitting for moving, Ooh. Oh, that's a big one. <laughs> gotta move. Big. Gotta move, and, even if you gotta get to bed. Yeah. Don't just go to sleep on the couch. And swap watching for playing. So basically the whole campaign is about swapping things like, you know, big meals for small meals, which is so over overly simplistic, isn't it? It and is. As it's if so that's gonna change simplistic. the life. Also. I mean, how many people have successfully lost weight by just deciding they're gonna eat less? It's it's just not an effective strategy. It's it's way too simplistic to get real results. So we thought we were going to do this whole entire episode on the Wellness Guys version of Swap It. And so That's we'll give it. you sort of our top, uh, I don't know how many we have, as, you know, as we'll name as many as we can in the next 30 minutes. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, because we believe that uh, swapping, if th I think the swapping idea is great, but we need to do more than just, you know, swapping sitting for moving. Because just moving a little bit is probably not going to, you know, stop you from having type, type 2 diabetes and heart disease. So, <laughs> well, the focus, um, I think, you know, the focus of this campaign was to try and decrease the chronic diseases. But really, the only thing they're really trying to address is the obesity thing, which is a massive problem. But it's, uh, it, they've made it so simplistic because so many people still don't get it. And I think that's what they've had to do. They've had to dumb it right down for the person who sits on the couch eating donuts and ice cream watching The Biggest Loser, trying to work out what they're supposed to do next. So they're just going, why don't you just swap it? You know? Yeah. And I think they've done that. They've kept it very simple. But what we know is that our Wellness Guys listeners are a bit more advanced than that. They're a bit more in tune. They're a bit more switched on than that. So we can take them beyond those four steps. We can take them a little bit further. Yeah, we're going to move them toward wellness. So, Brett, why don't you start off with, you know, the first swap it um, principle that we would have for well, the wellness. Well, the, the first one is one we've spoken about a bit recently in our last couple of episodes. And if you haven't listened to those, go, go back and have a really good look at those where we talked about fats and oils and particularly the interview with Peter Dingle, which was fantastic. But we spoke yeah. a fair bit about swapping out margarine um, and replacing that with either butter or perhaps even better coconut oil. Um, and that was a much healthier alternative, um, particularly when you're cooking with the coconut oil. Uh, but margarine, it's just the trans fats in that. There's so much research out there now to show that that chemical artificial product just isn't a healthy thing for your body. So, so start thinking about you know chucking out that type of margarine, replacing it with some good uh, you know organic butter or even better maybe some coconut oil. Right. Totally, totally. Can I just add to that? We know it's interesting. What's the main oil that we use? Starts with C, ends in A. What's the most use, well, the most commonly used oil in margarines? Canola, I'm guessing, Damien. Well done. Starts with C, ends in A. And uh, <laughs> what's interesting, I was, I was, when I was coming back with um, 
from my team weekend away this weekend, one of the one of the fellas who works for us, he used to his parents own a farm and they they farm or they grow canola, right? And he said that he'd become so allergic to it that he had to have asthma preventers because his dad was growing this canola crop and it, it caused so much um, allergy and sensitivity. Now it wasn't just because of the flowers; it was because it, it sends off this ridiculously crazy odor. He said it's like somebody's just farting nonstop. He said it was the worst thing ever. And then he said that um, around harvest time, it was the worst. He just he couldn't be anywhere near it. And he said that when he went when he goes near a crop of canola, which is rapeseed, for those of you who don't know, um, it actually makes him um, stop breathing. He can't. He can't go anywhere near it. It's that it's been that bad for him. Now people actually eat the oil from this, you know, potentially deadly plant, uh, which is rich in. Well, it's got, it's got cyanide in it, right? So that's what the the Jewish people uh, were killed with by the Germans in the Second World War was the cyanide, and so it, that's where they got it from from rapeseed. And we make margarine out of this stuff, and we think it's going to be healthy for us. It's just not. Wow, it's just amazing stuff. What people don't do they. With margarine, I mean, margarine is one of the most deadliest chemicals that we can put put ourselves through. But there was a question actually from a Facebook member, um, fan actually from the Wallace guys, to where to get coconut oil. Um, yeah. You know, where would you find coconut oil, boys? In my practice, you can get it in my practice. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you can get it in. Um, this bloke was in Melbourne, and so in all health food stores you can get it. And I think the thing, the comment that he made was, it was about thirty bucks for five hundred mils, and that's about the going rate. It's an organic product. It's um, it's very very good for you. Uh, we've been spoiled with spending not a whole lot of money on oils. And look, if you go and buy a really good quality olive oil, you'll pay about sixteen seventeen dollars for two hundred fifty mils. So, you know, it's on par with olive oil, um, but, you know, greater, or not greater, but just different health benefits. Right. So yeah. this is and, and in Adelaide, it's the same. It's, it's your, you know, some of the supermarkets are stocking it now, but definitely your health food shops and definitely the central markets are a really good spot to go and get yeah. it. Some practitioners. And practitioners, yeah, we will be stocking it too shortly. Yeah, it's good. So since we're on topic of margarine, um, let's, uh, what about plastic? <laughs> <laughs> so nice what, segue, should, I would yeah. say. What's that uh, we should... Damo, what what do you think we should replace plastic with? Like, I mean, there's so many plastic bottles around, especially, I mean, water. I mean, most people drink water bottles. And, I mean, sure, once in a while, it's, you know, we can't get away with that. You need water. But if we're going to drinking water, um, I see a lot of people actually, what they do is they reuse the water bottles, you know, they yeah. reuse the plastic bottles. Why is that bad and what should we replace it with? Well, the bottle companies or the water companies have you believe that the water bottle starts to break down as soon as you start drinking it. But I can guarantee you, it's already started to break down. So it's already breaking down and it's already leaching plastic into your water. Um, the moment it's bottled, not just when you've managed to empty it and conveniently you now have to go and buy a new one it's, uh, and you can't refill it. So you should really ideally use a stainless steel or a better quality BPA-free plastic bottle if you can't, if you can't handle the, the feeling, the sensation or the taste of stainless steel. Um, or if you could, you could do ceramic, but often if you drop ceramic things, they tend to break. So it's good to avoid the, the plastic bottles for refilling water, but go the BPA-free ones if you can. I think there's a couple out. There's, there's quite a few different brands out and different companies bring them out. But there's one that comes to mind which Jackson uses when he takes to school because if the kids take the metal ones to school and they drop it, it goes all over the place. If they, they can't take a ceramic thing or any kind of vessel that's got glass in it because they'll break. So he takes this one called a bobbler. 
Have you seen have you have you seen those before? They've got yeah, a little filter. Yeah. They filter the the stuff out. That's pretty good. But you know, especially for cooking and storage, it's really important that you don't store your stuff in plastic because the plastic, the BPA, the chemical bisphenol A, actually goes into your food from the plastic. It transmits and it behaves like a xenoestrogen or an estrogen in your body. And uh, particularly for women, um, it increases their risk of breast cancer and cervical cancer, and in men, um, prostate cancer. So you've got to be really careful of BPA and uh, that comes in your plastic. So you should store in glass or ceramic and of course you should never ever of course microwave but many people, hopefully not many wellness guys listeners are microwaving anymore but if you are and you've got a microwave then you've got to do it in glass or ceramic, just never ever do it in plastic. Mm. Now Brett, this next one's for you I think, um, you know, especially <laughs> when you're cooking out in the wild and uh, being caveman like, um, you wouldn't have a Teflon pan would you? No, the Teflon pans aren't great. And, you know, they've done lots of studies on the Teflon pans and they, they show that, you know, the, the temperature that you cook at, um, the Teflon's going to be okay and that, you know, as long as it's not getting into your food, it's not going to be a problem. Um, but, of course, what we know is that if, for anyone who's had a Teflon pan for any period of time, we know that they tend to scratch and they tend to lose that Teflon coating going on there. And so you look at those, you know, after a period of time, and you realize, well, hang on, there's not as much Teflon there as there used to be. Where has that Teflon actually gone? And the your answer liver. is that Teflon's gone into your food, yeah, or into your liver. Um, and that stuff actually isn't very good for you. So um, so swapping to something like just a simple stainless steel uh, or some really nice ceramic cookware, which I know can be a little bit expensive, but it's fantastic and lasts you forever. Um, just just makes such a big difference. It's going to be so much cleaner. It's not going to be leaching stuff into your food. Um, so it's a much better, simpler option to use. Great. Now that we've been dealing with some of the chemical stuff to replace, let's go into some of the food stuff. Um, obviously, the next big thing could be soft drinks and juices, especially with kids, right? We deal with kids all the time and we see it. I, there's really... You know, last week, I think it was last week we talked about um, where I see kids around that are just drinking like soft drinks. And that's especially like the, soft drinks with caffeine. Oh, it amazes me. It's just, oh, I, I, it really bothers me, as you can tell. Um, it's one of those things <laughs> that you, you watch these kids drinking these soft drinks as if it's, you know, a normal thing. And, you know, you tell them to drink more water. It goes, yeah, but I drink juice. But it's not the same thing. Right? So we got to start, especially with kids and also adults as well, is to start replacing the soft drinks and the juices, which is really high in sugar, right? We know sugar is bad for you. No, we know sugar is really highly addictive. And we don't need any more than we, you know, that we're already intaking. So basically, you should drink water. When you say, when people say, you know, we said you should drink 20 milliliters per kilogram of weight for water, um, mm. we don't mean that, you know, water and juice counts. It doesn't. Uh, water in, you know, they'll say, well, what about tea and coffee? No, it no. doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't count. Tea. Herbal, no, herbal it doesn't count. It doesn't count. And explain, doesn't. explain that, Damon. It, it, even though, like, it, you go, oh, well, herbal tea is better than black tea and you know, green tea is better than black tea and all of it's better than coffee and all that sort of stuff. All of it, once you've had some kind of chemical transfer into that particular fluid, then has to go through an extra process to remove all of that stuff. Um, and that happens in the liver. So it's just delayed hydration. So from a hydration point of view, it's best to get your water in first and then everything else is a bonus. Um, it, it, so even herbal tea um, is, is going to have stuff in it that you, your liver's got to get rid of, including tannins, um, oligomeric proanthocyanidins, and a whole lot of other bits and pieces that you've got to kind of clear out of the herbal teas before it actually becomes water again. So you're better off just drinking the water. Mm, great, great point. Brett, potatoes, 
Why shouldn't we yeah. have potatoes and what should we replace with? Because that's the main staple for most Western diet, every meal, right? Meat it is, isn't it? And... I mean, I completely grew up with that. Just meat and potatoes was pretty much every single meal in my place. It is and, a vegetable, uh, isn't it? And it is a vegetable. <laughs> and look, there, there's worse things you can have than potatoes, but but they're really high in starchy carbohydrates. So they're actually still pretty high on the, the carbohydrate end of the spectrum. So they really pretty quickly convert to sugars in your body. Um, and so you don't want to be having just potatoes. I guess that's probably the key here is that, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they're pretty... I always get it mixed up, low or high on the glycemic index. I, high, I, high. I, I just got that wrong, haven't I? Yeah, high yeah, on the glycemic high. index. And so they're... Um, so they're pretty high in the sugars and carbohydrates. So if you're having those every single meal, which a lot of people, or every single dinner at least, which a lot of people do, then mm. you want to swap those around. And, and a great, an easy, great way to swap that is just swap potatoes for sweet potatoes, which are much lower on the glycemic index. Um, you know, you can do all the same things with them. If you want to make chips, you can make chips. If you want to make mashed potato, you can make mashed potato. You can do all the same things with them, um, but mm. they're just going to not have that same carbohydrate load. So sweet potatoes are an awesome thing to swap in. Hmm. Plus, plus, potatoes are particularly high in a mineral called cadmium. Have you heard of that before? No. Well, cadmium is found in batteries and really good for batteries but not really good for humans. <laughs> and you'll tend to find that there's high levels of cadmium in potatoes. And uh, I remember a study coming out probably almost eight or nine years ago, I reckon, and it said that in Australia the levels of cadmium in potatoes were something like six or seven times greater than what was considered to be safe. So that's quite amazing. Wow. I remember that, yeah. I remember saying we shouldn't need batteries either, Damo? Yeah, I'm, I think the recommended daily allowance of batteries is um, none. <laughs> <laughs> I think zero. Even, with, even as the copperhead ones? Yeah, yeah. well, there are a lot of redheads in Australia, but uh, you know, and I, I, I just don't think the copperhead ones <laughs> contribute to that. Uh, but, uh, what about, uh, Damon, let's head into more food stuff here. Um, milk. I mean, that's, milk, that's what milk. everybody drinks, isn't it? What, cereal in the morning? Come on. I can't have my yeah. milk. Yeah, no, well, look, you can, you can. It's just interesting that uh, people think that you've got to have milk. Now, milk contains stuff that many people can't get rid of, you know, can't get through. Uh, and th there could be a lot of different um, ethnicities listening to the wellness guys right now. And there's various gene lines that we know can't digest various proteins in milk, one of them being casein, another one being whey. Um, some people can't get through the lactose, and these are the more common sensitivities with milk. The other thing, though, with milk that we tend to get access to is excess amounts of calcium, and when you have too much calcium in the body, you absorb less of it. So you, you've got to be really careful with taking in too much calcium into your diet because for every 600 milligrams of calcium that you take into your diet, you'll, you'll decrease your absorption by 50%. So it does really affect the way in which you will grow your bones and prevent osteoporosis. The other thing is, too, that... The, the countries that consume the most amount of calcium in their diet from dairy products actually have the greatest amount of osteoporosis. So if you're worried about where you're going to get your calcium from because you're worried about cal um, calcium loss and osteoporosis, don't worry because the cows don't drink cow's milk for their whole life either. And uh, and so you don't need to do that too. So you get a lot of your calcium from other you know different sources. But in terms of swapping it, you can swap it for some rice milk. That's a good thing to go with. Almond milk, the nut milks, they're really good. You can make your own milk. I love having macadamia milk. I love macadamia milk. It's beautiful. So you just get some nuts and you whiz it through, put some water with it, put it through a mezzelin cloth and you've got your own macadamia milk. And if you're into drinking coffee like I am, I enjoy coffee, um, having macadamia milk in your coffee, it's amazing. It's really, really good. So you could go that way. <laughs> I was going to go swap coffee for 
something else. But <laughs> 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 no, go on. No, I, no, no. I was with you, LT. I was with you. Do it. Swap the coffee. Swap the coffee for something else. It's totally fine. Because you know, I meet people daily who have four or five or six coffees, mm. and yeah. look, I honestly don't have an issue with having a coffee a day, um, as long as you can give it up. If you can give it up, then you're doing all right. If you can't give it up and you get the headache, you're in a bit of trouble. So be careful of that. But if you're having three or four or five or six coffees a day, why don't you peg it back a little bit and swap it for something different? Yeah, it's just quite extreme, isn't it, with that amount of high caffeine all in one day. So, mm. All right, so let's uh, move on to another. Uh, what about snacks there, Bretto? I mean, what would you have for snacks? Like instead of, because this is what happens, right? Most people have a terrible breakfast and they rush through their breakfast. So then they get hungry around nine o'clock. And yep. so then they grab whatever. They grab like, you know, a granola bar or they might grab, you know, so they think, you know, they're healthier by eating granola bar. Um, or they might grab, um, you know, some packet of biscuits or cheese and crackers or whatever it is. What would you swap that with? Yeah, and I know what you're talking about now, Lawrence, because I found out in a previous episode what a granola bar is, so I'm all over it now. <laughs> I know, I, I've, I'm tuned into Lawrence's uh, communication now, so it's good. Um, so yeah, we do. I know Damien speaks about this a lot when he does his Power of Food talk, which is awesome, and he talks about things that start with C and end in E, and he talks about cake and Coke and coffee and chocolate and all those things we tend to snack on, and, and just Brave replacing those harder. with... You're replacing those with something uh, a bit more real, a bit more whole food, uh, a bit more you know fats and proteins, maybe a bit less in the real high carbohydrate stuff is a really good idea. Like and what? So, so easy way to do that is you know, some nuts and seeds is a really easy yeah. snack. You can take it with you wherever you go. Um, mm. You know, just even fruit. I mean, you don't want to have huge amounts of fruit, but having a bit of fruit might be just an apple or a banana or something like that. Um, yeah. Having some vegetables, so you might just have a carrot. You might even, you know, I'm a bit weird, so I might have like a stick of broccoli and snack on that. Um, you know, so there's there's all sorts of different things you can replace that with. Um, you know, in our practice at the moment, we have, you know, some of the girls come in and they bring in like these really cool paleo snacks and they're made from nuts and um, coconut uh, coconut oil and those sort of things and, and they're just delicious so there's a whole range of things you can do that are just they're not so carbohydrate they're not so sugar dense they've got a bit more nutrition in them they've got a bit more vitality in them um, and they're actually going to give you a lot more energy throughout your day you're not going to have this sudden spike of energy followed by a crash again which anyone who's worked in an office you see this every single day um, you're going to get a bit more of a longer term energy and you're actually going to get some vitality because it's real food not just processed Stuff. You, you'll get less hangry. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Angry, I like that. Angry. <laughs> uh, what about, you know, speaking of C and uh, things that start with C and ending with E's with a cake, for example, um, yeah. what would you replace, you know, baking cake with flour? Like, I mean, flour, obviously, not, you know, not great for us. What would you mm. bake instead, uh, uh, Demo? Almond meal's great. I love it. I love it. Coconut flour. You know, you can go go to town with that sort of stuff. What a lot of people actually do is they actually make cakes out of vegetables. So they'll pulverize the veggies. What did we make the other day? We made one out of, um, oh, this is actually a grain, but it wasn't flour. We actually got whole grain quinoa and we just boiled it up. And then we made a chocolate mud cake out of it uh, using 80% nice. um, organic cocoa chocolate. And um, and we used Rapadura sugar, which is just express sugar cane juice, just to sweeten it. And it was just unreal. It was Jackson's birthday cake. The kids at um, at soccer loved it. They were all over it like a like you know, I don't know. <laughs> you always say something rude, then didn't yeah. you, Damien? Let's not go there. I did. I did. They said, "Yeah, rash." But anyway, so, but anyway, they loved it. They loved it. And so it doesn't have to be. It, it, the only 
what you've got to be able to do is just cook it to take the moisture out, and it's just got to sit there. So one of the common, one of the amazing things that's happening at the moment is people are making up this um, avocado chocolate mousse. Have you had that yet, Bredo? It is fantastic. Yeah, it, it's a bit of a popular one in our practice. We've been doing it okay. at some of our talks. Yana makes it up, and it's amazing. It does. Yeah, see, avocado. like It's, it's got avocado who, and banana in it. You would never think that that could be taste nice and be chocolate, and it's amazing. Yeah, you wouldn't have a clue, would you? And so it doesn't have to be that you're going to cook with flour. It's just that what you'll now use, if you're using uh, vegetables or if you're using something different um, that's already mushy and already moist, you just use less moisture in your cake mix because it's already moist. Mm, yeah, very yummy. All right, so let's move from the food before I get too hungry here uh, and move towards some of the exercise stuff. You know, obviously we talked a lot about exercise and why it's so important. Let's start off with um, exercise machines. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that go to the gym and, um, yep. you know, they don't need to have a personal trainer. They might just want to go to the gym and all they see is just a whole bunch of machines. And then yep. sometimes they see a whole bunch of free weights and, yep. um, and they go, well, I'm going to have to do something. But most of the, most of the time they don't want a chance of looking bad by lifting up those big heavy weights. They're going to go on the machines instead and do some of the things, uh, some of the machine workouts. Why is that bad? And what should we replace that with? Well, the machines look safer, don't they? Because you think, well, okay, it's pretty controlled. I can only move in this certain direction, so it's not going to do me any mischief. Um, but in reality, what happens is you only train very isolated muscle groups. Mm. So you're you're building up strength, but you're not actually building up coordination to go with that strength. You're not building See? up your core stability muscles. You're not teaching your muscles to fire together in the right patterns. Um, mm -hmm. We had a neurology seminar a couple of weeks ago, and one of the things I were talking about was the fact that you know if you move your arms up in front of you, that your abs should fire before your arms move and if your abs don't fire before your arms move that's a really uh, a great indicator that you're going to get back pain at some stage that's in the future it. because you're not firing with the right movement patterns um, and it was really interesting it was a great uh, seminar we had and they talked all about how chiropractic adjustments help people fire in the right order which was really cool that's right. um, but also doing functional fitness helps you train to fire your muscles in the right order because instead of just using a muscle and, and isolating one muscle at a time which I call nightclub muscles because you end up with a really big nice looking muscle but it's actually not <laughs> all that <laughs> useful <laughs> um, and so but what you're now doing is you're actually firing a whole bunch of different muscle groups at once so you might be doing something like a squat and when you're doing that squat you're using your legs, you're using your core, you know, you're using all of those different muscles at once in combination. So you're actually building up real strength that you can use in a real life situation uh, rather than just those isolated muscle groups. Just be careful though, posture is really important because if you're doing squats and those sorts of things and your low back posture is quite poor, you yeah, can blow out a disc. Just be, yeah, like you know, I'm, I'm just going to throw this caution out there there is a lot of people going to you know functional movement exercise pattern things and they're and they're you know being going into environments that may be potentially unsafe and when i say unsafe they're just not supervised well enough if you're new to exercise so yep. don't go lifting crazy heavy weights until you've got your techniques ordered out techniques far more important than the weight that you lift so yeah, you know and build it get, up slowly yeah build it up slowly don't go for gold too straight too early it's so true, though, because and if you know that certain exercises that you do really create problem for you, you should really just not do them, even though you know functionally they're fantastic. Like I'll give you an example: like kettlebells are a great functional exercise, um, yeah. but I know personally I cannot do them. Every time I do them, um, I have a disc uh, herniation from you know three four years ago. Every time I do kettlebells, no matter how controlled it is, how light it is, I'll always get um, numbness down my leg um, from Gee. this previous injury. So it's 
I know that I got to stay away go. from kettlebells. I can use kettlebells for, you know, for weights and stuff, but I can't do swings. And unfortunately, yeah. just because of previous injury. So if there's certain things like that, you just got to know when to back off. But let's yeah. listen to your body. Yeah, let's definitely listen to the body. Well, let's, here's one thing, though. I see a lot of people, our patients, especially when they say, yes, I do exercise. I walk. All right. I, I do a lot of walking, but they don't challenge. And the problem with the walking is that they don't challenge their cardiovascular system that much because they do the same distance in the same amount of time each and every single day for like three, four, five years, right? So, yeah, yeah, what yeah. should we replace it with, Daniel? I like the old fart lick. What did That's you what say? I like. Fart lick. <laughs> fart you might need to spell that for us, Damo, because that sounds a bit sus. <laughs> fart licking. Fart licking is a. It's. I'll spell it F A R T L E K. Now I know you boys think I'm making it up, but I'm not. I'm not. We're still <laughs> I'm gonna Google licking. this right now. <laughs> F A R T L E K. Now fartlek is it's a Swedish word. It was a training. It was training with uh, in, interval training. It's, called, it's interval training, but it's training with varied intensity. So if you're going to go for a little walk, speed up your walk a little bit and then back it off and then take a little jog and then back it off and then have a little sprint if you can. Now, that could be only a slightly a little bit faster than your walk, but at least it's a sprint and then back it off a little bit and then go back to walking and just mix it all up a little bit so that not only are you um, challenging your body in different movement patterns, but you're actually challenging your cardiovascular system. You're exercising both your anaerobic and your aerobic capacity. So you, you know, you go into a sprint which is anaerobic, and you're doing a walk which is aerobic, and so you're just doing different types of intensity. And it was developed. Oh, I can't even remember how long ago it was developed. It was, I don't know, was it the early 1900s, something like that. 1937, so, to be exact. Wow. <laughs> Dang, LT. That's amazing. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Google. Was that Professor Wiki? That's Professor Wiki. Wiki. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, fart licking uh, was done yeah, a long, long time ago, and exercise physiologists are doing it. Uh, it's, it's a good thing. Uh, the, the people who win the most amount of races train in this sort of in, in type of intensity, and it's a great thing to do. Interval training, you know, the beep, you know, those beep things that you can wear on your belts yep. that tell the beep every twenty seconds or whatever. Um, yep. That's another form of fart licking. This has just been going on for a long, the old long beep time. Test. That's a favourite. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, what can you do in the beep test, Brett? I haven't done it for a while, Damo. I think my best is around about thirteen. Um, wow, that's, that's amazing. Is, which is okay. There's, there's certainly oh, there's a like, few guys hey, in the cricket club. Adelaide standard. That's, that's poor Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> poor Adelaide standard. Also, uh, uh, while someone's walking, you know, most people I see, they always carry their, you know, MP3 players and they have their iPhone or whatever listening to some music or some radio. What should they replace that with? Like a beatbox. Like, because it'll be... Because <laughs> the wellness guys. Yeah. The no, wellness guys, no, obviously. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Like, well, that's yeah, right. <laughs> That, I was I just thinking something bigger than an that. iPod, you know. I was thinking, like, get the Ghetto Blaster. Yes, I guess, I guess so many disappointed uh, fans emailing us, um, telling us, you know, that they, they, because they just discovered us, and so they've been listening on this um, Wellness Guys, um, what do you call it, just one episode after another, like this marathon. Yeah. And yeah, so uh, they're disappointed because they reached the last, finally the last episode, and now it's only coming out once a week. <laughs> so sorry, guys. I, but, say, I just listened to all your episodes in like three days or something. It's just crazy. Yeah, I, don't yeah. know how I think do it's it. amazing that somebody can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to hear a voice and banter us for 30 minutes at a time. And, wow. Right. Well, let's yeah. end off with a couple more here. Um, I think problems 
people, I mean, people with problems or they will say that I can't do this because of blank, blank, blank. They'll throw in an excuse. What should people, um, you know, because I'm sure people are going to be listening to this and go, I can't do <laughs> replace milk with almond milk or I can't replace, you know, potatoes with sweet potatoes. What should you, what you, what would you say to that, Brett? Well, the, the key is that, that when they're doing that, they're focusing on the problem. So, so what you need to do is swap your focus from the problem to the solution and start looking at, well, what can I do? You know, we've just given you, I don't know how many, about a dozen different things. Start thinking, well, which one of those can I do? What's going to be the easiest thing for me to change right now? And focus on the solution and it just completely changes. As soon as you start focusing on the solution, it just, it just comes to you. It becomes self-evident what you need to do to take that next step. Whereas if you keep focusing on the problem, you just keep getting stuck in that problem circle, just that problem loop that just keeps going around and around. Because you become the problem, basically, because your mindset. <laughs> so you need to replace yourself or replace your thinking, right? Yeah, exactly. Replace your thinking is probably easier than replacing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so true. I think um, it's it's very important to think in solution-based um, thoughts because that's what's going to move you towards action. So there's so many things we we talked about in this particular episode, and I think you know if you think in solution-based um, and rather than what you can't do focusing on what you can do and start making and take start making plans for that or actually taking steps the problem is i think most people is that they don't take the first step so mm. don't worry about all the steps that you need to de- to do to get to wellness or whatever it needs to, uh, for you to get to whatever you just say you want to get rid of coffee but just take the first step like what is the next step you need to take to move you towards whatever goal or vision you have because but just by moving forward you will find it much easier to um really accomplish that particular task so what you're saying is they should replace that procrastination Lawrence that's right with the first step (laughs) (laughs) and the first step should always be listen to the wellness guys so (laughs) ending off with that you can always find this on www.thewellnessguys.com tell us what you think about this particular episode Um, I would love to hear what you would uh, swap your whatever you think we should swap our uh, life for I guess for some wellness stuff on Facebook Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter and obviously make sure you always subscribe to us and download us on iTunes so until next week begin creating wellness into our lives lead by example and let's change the world's health together join us next week on the Wellness Guy Show